Welcome back to the Cheer Up Podcast with me, your host, Michael Cheer. I want to start by thanking you for your patience with this episode. I've taken a couple of weeks to prep and record it, but I'm glad I can share it with you now. COVID has left its mark on everyone in some way, shape or form. It felt like I needed to slow down a bit and not put any extra unnecessary pressure on myself to release episodes with the same frequency I did to begin with, especially now that my work demands have increased, meaning I don't have as much time during the week to focus on each episode as I did to start with. I 100% intend to continue making episodes and to grow my podcast. I want to ensure that I'm providing quality content too, and that I'm not rushing each episode for a weekly release because I don't think that's realistic right now. I do have to admit that habits of procrastination have cropped back into my life again, which have also contributed to the delay in this episode being released. But this is something I knew that would come back to affect me at some point, but acknowledging it and working through it as best I can is what I intend to do. But this isn't the topic of this week's episode, so I may save procrastination for its own episode in the future. I've decided that this episode is going to be the last episode of what we can call Series 1, so to speak. I hope you've all enjoyed the episode so far, and have at least taken something out of them. My plan for Series 2 is to introduce guests and move to a more conversational style of podcast, which I'm really excited about, to be honest. I already have a couple of guests lined up and I can't wait to record and share those episodes with you. But back to the here and now. This episode, I'll be talking more about why we care so much about what people think of us and imposter syndrome. The first of those two topics seem to inhibit so much of our lives, often without us even realising. I touched upon both topics when discussing why people struggle to open up and also in our episode about fear. It's extremely common for us all to have worries of what other people might think of our beliefs, actions and thoughts. The problem is, if you keep letting what other people think get to you, you'll struggle to achieve what it is you truly want. Like mentioned, starting my own podcast was a case of shaking off those disempowering thoughts of what other people may think about me and my content. In the end, I'm fully focused on why I've decided to launch my own podcast and what I can do to help others. Don't get me wrong, there are still aspects in my life where my decision making can be slowed down as a result of worrying about what other people think. But slow progress is still progress nonetheless. I know that I've learned a lot from just preparing each episode these past few months and hopefully I can continue to expand my growth by sharing this episode. So let's jump into it. We all care in one form or another about what other people think of us and our choices in life. The bizarre thing is, it's usually not a stranger's opinion, but more often than not, it's someone close to us, be it a family member or a close friend. Someone's opinion of you can have a huge impact on your life if you let it. But there's a huge difference between caring and worrying about what other people think of you. If you care, it's a sign that you respect their opinion and that you'll consider and review it, but still choose to go your own way. However, if you worry all the time, this takes it a whole lot further and can soon affect your decision making. You may realise that you've become a people pleaser who listens to everyone's opinions but your own, which in the long term can chip away at your own self-belief. It's within our own human nature to want to be liked and respected. But how much we care about what other people think is individualistic and totally down to us. Like a lot of these mental habits and behaviours, 
our thoughts and worries about what other people think stem from primal days and another means to survive. Early humans relied on acceptance and group inclusion to survive. Sounds logical to have strength in numbers. But again, back in those days, people would group together to survive real true dangers, like escaping predators. As I discussed in our episode on fear, our primal instincts of fear have been replaced by perceived fears of failure, judgement and rejection. And as a result, we try to ensure that we are liked and that we do fit in so that we don't feel rejected or judged. This feeds our need for connection. Again though, this thirst for acceptance usually causes more harm than it does good. It's common for us to feel like this when we start something new, no matter how old or young we are. Kids go through it when they start school, students when starting university, anyone starting a new job, or even if you're launching your own podcast. Even though we want to do our best and stand out at times, a lot of people don't want to be perceived as different. This is effectively a paradox that we can quite often find ourselves stuck in. We don't want to be different, and we don't want to be the same as everyone else. From a personal point of view, I feel like the lower and worse I felt, the more I would care about what other people would think about me. This is the point where we can make a change. I've now learned that you can use those perceived perceptions as a driver for personal change, or you can do nothing and wallow in those thoughts, which I can tell you will only make you feel worse. I did find it eye-opening just realising it was within myself to change the way I felt about whatever stories I'd created in my head regarding how other people thought of me. I know that I'm not the only person with these thoughts, so I hope that sharing what I've learnt will benefit you as well. Let's jump back to something I mentioned in our episode on unhelpful thinking habits, and the habit that I referred to as mind reading. I'm sure we're all guilty of this to a certain degree. We assume what other people think about us, and again, we usually think negatively, which puts us in disempowering states. We all have goals and ambitions about what we want to do and what we want to achieve in our lives. But worryingly, a lot of people will live their lives without getting anywhere near achieving their dreams. Why? Like mentioned before, it comes down to our beliefs. Those people out there who have done something special and have a lot of people who aspire to be like them are the types of people who are not phased by what other people think about them. They may have a belief of what other people think about them, but they either don't allow themselves to focus on it, or they use it as a driver for them to do better. Let me share with you something I feel like I've struggled with over the past few weeks. With the increased amount of time spent at work, and essentially having less time working on the podcast, it felt like I never got into the right mood to work on this episode. So in my search for the perfect mood, I kept pushing back and procrastinating, I worried about what other people would think if I released crap and useless content. Although it's important for me to not bring out content for the sake of it, it's highly unlikely that people will think of me differently if I decide to take an extra week or two to release an episode. I've had to keep telling myself this in order to stop beating myself up about it as a result. Ultimately, I chose to launch this podcast so that I could play my part and try to help people. And so, if there are people who think ill of me because of what I'm doing, that's their prerogative, and I just need to block that out. The same goes for any of you out there who are pursuing something. 
Now I'm sure most of us like to think that everyone views us in a good light, but realistically we can't get along with everyone. We can't make everyone like us. After all, do you like or get along with everyone that you come into contact with? I highly doubt it. So it's a huge waste of energy going around and beating yourself up and worrying about whether people like you or not. I mentioned people pleasers earlier on, and this is a common behaviour for them. I'm sure most people would consider themselves nice, kind people, but that doesn't mean you're everyone's cup of tea. We all have other characteristics and personality traits that make us different, and what's the use of these unique traits if you just try to pigeonhole yourself into a metaphoric box in order to be liked by everyone? After all, some people may just like you for being yourself, so in your desire to please the crowd, you may actually be becoming a person that the people close to you start to dislike. Recently, I saw a post on Instagram highlighting why people with anxiety worry about coming across as rude. This really resonated with me because I did and to some extent still do worry about that. I didn't want people getting the wrong impression of me, but again, this all comes back to the disempowering belief that we believe that we know what other people are thinking about us. Obviously we don't want to tell someone that we've just met that we suffer with crippling anxiety and that if I don't maintain constant eye contact during our first interaction, it's not because I'm not interested in what you're saying, it's probably because the social interaction with new people makes me nervous or anxious. Caroline Foran's book, Owning It, really helped me with this. I've now accepted that that sort of nervous behaviour is part of who I am at this moment in time. This isn't me labelling myself though. I say at this moment in time for a reason, and it's something that I'm working to improve upon. I revealed earlier about how we can use our perceptions of what other people think to drive us to do better, and this is exactly what those who have tasted success have done. Think about athletes, for example. There's the story of Roger Bannister and the sub-four-minute mile, which I've heard a few times this year from all these personal self-developers and life coaches that I've been listening to. At the time, nobody had run a mile in under four minutes, and people thought he was crazy for aiming for that goal. Did that stop him though? Of course not. He used what other people thought of his goal as extra motivation to push him to succeed. Again, this is a similar example of what we discussed in our episode about failure and rejection. We need to use these feelings to drive us forward. Now obviously, worrying about what other people think about you is a common occurrence for people suffering with anxiety. From my experience suffering with health anxiety, I realised how much extra pressure I put on myself because I was conscious of piling my mental problems onto someone else. I was constantly thinking that I was a burden, and that saying what was going on in my head to someone would just sound stupid. Even though it was causing me all sorts of mental pain, I used to think that saying what was going on in my head would sound ridiculous and I struggled to think of anything other than the negative perceptions that people would have of me. I'm pretty sure it's the same for any other kind of anxiety or mental struggle, hence why it's so difficult for a lot of people to speak up about their problems. Of course this is why there's a stigma behind speaking out, as we discussed in our very first episode. There are, of course, also cultural differences that almost embed the negative thoughts into people. I've had numerous dinnertime conversations with my family about the differences between Western and Asian cultures. 
One of the common differences is in the amount of pressure that's piled upon a child from their parent within Asian culture. Now I'll say it right now that I didn't have to suffer with that as a child, and to be honest this is something that may feature in other cultures as well, but I know that it's well known to happen in Asian culture. The irony is that it's the parents that tend to suffer more if the pressure that they have put on their child has not paid off. I'm sure it's not something new to hear about stereotypes of Asians becoming doctors, dentists, lawyers or whatever other supposedly distinguished occupations there are out there. While the parents exact their strict regimes onto their children, they create competitions between themselves and their friends who also have children. Even though they want their children to be successful and to do well, I personally don't think they care too much about what it is their child actually wants. I'm by no means saying that they're bad parents. They of course are providing all the education that they think is important to their child. If an Asian child from one of these stricter families decides or doesn't end up in one of those distinguished roles, it then tends to be the parents that suffer like I said. They hold disempowering beliefs that their child is a failure or not as good as their friend's child who might be working on the cure for cancer for example. They care about what other people's perceptions are of their own children and would happily put so much pressure on their child to fulfil their desires in a way. Now obviously there are a lot of children who are happy and grateful for what their parents have done to them in that situation. Personally I'm relieved that I or my parents didn't have to go through that. The pressures that the child will have to live with and work through will inevitably instill worries in them as well. They'll understandably be worrying constantly about what their parents may think if they fail to live up their high standards. Naturally, those worries tend to drive them to succeed. This example shows you both the positive and negative aspects of worrying about what other people think of you. There's no doubt that caring about what other people think of you can benefit us, but if you rely on other people to make you happy or feel better, then you're heading down a path that only leads to more mental trauma. For example, if you do something just for the approval of others, then you're never going to be happy while doing so. Like mentioned previously, this is also a primal instinct that we are born with. While researching for this episode, I came across a quote from the CEO of a coaching company, Your Coach, saying, Approval from others gives us a higher sense of self-esteem. We're convinced that their recognition matters to our self-worth, and how deeply we value ourselves. This of course is a distorted belief. Social networking sites probably only enhance the need for approval. We now live in a society that seems so desperate for validation. I've been slightly guilty of this as well and it's probably been a contributing factor as to why I've struggled so much mentally. When you use social media as a barometer for what you consider normal or for what you aspire to, you'll find that what you're looking for is unattainable as there's always going to be the next post and then the one after and then the one after that until you find yourself at rock bottom. The honest truth is that we all know what we're doing when we upload certain photos and write specific opinions on our various timelines. Not only do we seek validation and crave attention from others but we want others to see us in a particular light even if it's not our true self. Now imposter syndrome sort of falls under the umbrella of worrying about what other people think. If you've ever felt like you don't belong, or in a position where you believe your friends or colleagues are going to discover that you're some sort of fraud and you don't actually deserve your job and your accomplishments, 
or that you're underqualified to do what you're doing, you're not alone. I still feel like I'm not qualified to talk about these topics even though I've experienced almost everything we've discussed. According to an article published in the International Journal of Behavioural Science, an estimated 70% of people experience these imposter feelings at some point in their lives. The reality is, imposter syndrome affects all kinds of people from all parts of life within all industries, but statistically, it is females who struggle with it more. Some of the common signs of imposter syndrome include self-doubt, an inability to realistically assess your skills, attributing your success to external factors, for example saying it was all down to luck, berating your performance, fear that you won't live up to your expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. For some people, imposter syndrome can ignite a drive to achieve and prove people wrong. This can come at a cost in the form of constant anxiety though. Consequently though, you might develop habits of over-preparing or working excessively to make sure that nobody finds out that you're a fraud, even though you're not of course. I think I mentioned in a previous episode about the struggle with imposter syndrome I had when applying for jobs after graduating from uni. Even though I had that piece of paper saying I was essentially a qualified designer, every time I would read through a job description and apply for a job, I didn't feel like I was qualified for anything. But of course, you can't just sit and wallow in that feeling. Being consumed by imposter syndrome can be extremely detrimental towards your own personal growth and towards achieving what it is that you want. Again, it all comes back to what you believe other people think of you. For me, there's only two ways to deal with it. You either work to change your beliefs or you break through and you go and do whatever it is you want without giving a shit what other people think. One of my favourite books that I've read so far is Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I think the title pretty much hits the nail on the head, and the lessons I picked up from the book have definitely helped me when it comes to launching the podcast. In the book, one of the chapters is, We Are Always Choosing. This was a eureka moment for me, realising that everything in our lives is within our control. How we choose to react to anything is completely up to us. In this case, who cares what other people think of us? Who cares what the people you went to school with think of you 10 years later? You don't see or speak to them now, so why care? There's no need to try and fit in like there may have been back then. Remember, other people's judgement of you says way more about them than it does about you. Be unique. Stand out from the crowd and do what makes you happy. When I'm now faced with a scenario where I initially start thinking about what other people might think, I overwrite those thoughts by simply saying, fuck it, who cares, and what have I got to lose? Now as we come to the end of this episode and this first series, I want to leave you with some important realisations that I've stumbled across recently about overthinking. It's important to remember that the more energy you give to your irrational thoughts, the bigger they feel and the more you'll believe that they'll come true. Most of the things that we overthink and the negative scenarios that we build up in our mind rarely tends to happen. Of course, I know personally it's hard in that moment to rationalise for more empowering meanings, but if we don't, then that's how we tend to let our negative thoughts consume us. Remember, it's always best to focus on the things that you can control. 
I want to say a big thank you to each and every one of you who have taken some time out to listen to any one of my episodes. I really hope that you've picked something up along the way that can help you in your life. I'm really also looking forward to Series 2 and working alongside guests and sharing those insights with you. Lastly, I of course want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, even if it may have been ruined by Covid. I hope that you stay safe and I wish you and your families the very best. Let's hope that 2021 can bring back some normality. I'll be back in 2021 and remember, be kind, love yourself and cheer yourself on.